Hello, hello, everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey. And Erin, I just like prematurely started singing. I'm so sorry. I got excited. It's been a while. Guys, I got a new laptop. I know, dude. We're back on track. It feels good. I I missed this. I like needed this in my life. I know, seriously. Uh, Yeah. I feel like there's like a gaping hole in my life when we take a week off and stuff, but we have shit to go over before before we dive into this podcast. I wrote a little list. So first off, Obviously, we've taken some time off because we had some technical difficulties Uh and also just Aaron and I, we have like lots of stuff going on in our personal lives. We'll get to that eventually one day maybe, but life's just been really crazy. Yeah. So um, over the past like couple of weeks, we've been getting DMs like I've gotten some on my personal and then we've gotten a bunch in our It's Tempting Pod IG. Yeah. So one of the main questions that people keep asking is how Aaron and I met and how we've like met other cast members. So, yeah. So we've talked about the me and Aaron, how we met, like when her season was airing, Mm -hmm. COVID was still kind of thing. We couldn't have get togethers like we could in the past. And Chelsea had a little thing at her house. We met that time and just hit it off. And the rest has kind of been history. We've always stayed Mm -hmm. in touch. Yeah. But I may add prior Mm -hmm. to us meeting um I actually reached out to Casey like I think even before my season aired like I had filmed so I knew you know what I had done and stuff um and I reached out because I was super nervous like I didn't know how I was going to handle like well one being on television because like that's crazy and then two (laughs) just like how to deal with social media like the backlash like being forever in the public eye like I had so many questions so I felt like I knew you before. Before we even met. Yeah. yeah I felt like that too. we had really good conversations. And then even like after we met at Chelsea's throughout yeah. my season airing and after I had always been like, yo, like I need some advice on this. Like, yep. um, yeah, I feel like we just. We just hit it off, man. And it's been <laughs> years now, which is kind of weird. Time yeah. freaking flies. Seriously. <laughs> Swear <Yeah>. to God. <laughs> and then how we've met other cast members. So I can kind of speak more to this because Aaron had a weird like COVID situation. Yeah. But before COVID, if any of you guys followed me back then, you guys would know there was like live tweet events that production would put on. So they would rent like suites at hotels and we would all get together and like drink and have like little red carpet moments and <sighs> meet each other and tweet and watch the show. And it was like a vibe. So we would do that a lot. And we would also get together like at people's houses for like little like house parties, watch the show together. So yeah, that's how we've met cast members. Wow. See, and that's then, so fun. I know. It was a really good time. I'm not going to lie. So that's why I'm kind of excited for um, season five because mm. they've already announced that it's like coming. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not spilling the details right now, right. but they are recording a season five, but I'm stoked because now COVID is kind of like behind us for the most part. So mm. I think we might be having events again, which will be so much fun. Dude, I'm going to like fly out for them this time. You need to. <laughs> you need to because they're really a good time. No, I definitely want to because I didn't get to experience that with my season. And then yeah. I feel like this past season, like so much was going on. Like I was trying to figure out my life back in Jersey. So I definitely yeah. want to. We'll come to LA, stay with me, and we'll just maybe we'll get like a sick Airbnb. Oh my God, yes, I'm down. Wait, question. When you guys did these like viewing things, 
Was mm-hmm. it you guys and the singles? Like, did you guys all just like get along or was it like, you know, you're the main <laughs> cast and then the singles did their own thing? No. So it was put on by like production and like PR. So it was like, first off, it was by invite only and not everyone in cast was invited. Like Ooh. it was super awkward because so at the time. Is. Yeah. So you're at either the time, in or you're out, bitch. <laughs> no, it was really awkward because at the time I was living with Erica. This was like years ago. And, um, she didn't originally get invited. And so I had, I like reached out to production and was like, Hey, like we're roommates. It's kind of weird that you're like sending a car to get me and like for this thing. And like, she's like not allowed. And I got her like on the list, but yeah. So first off it's like invite only. They have like a list of people and no dude, it's, it's couples, singles, people you have drama with. So God, I got lucky at the time because at the time Morgan and Evan were in Virginia, like on the East coast. So they would, they would go to like East coast parties and then I would go to West coast parties but no it's everyone is there like even um at one of my first live tweet events me and sam she was on season two and season four we had like gotten into it on twitter before so as soon as the i got to the live event like i said hi to all my friends and i beelines for her and just like got that shit squashed because i was like we're not gonna be like at a party drunk and like i'm not dealing with any shit (laughs) like i'm not dealing with nobody so i like squash that shit immediately but no it's all of us like drunk together it's and it gets crazy wow i cannot imagine because i know with like my season the singles all went to like i want to say miami Uh uh-huh um i remember that lex like um through like a party or something and I think that it was like someone. He's invited me to hang out in Miami. Is he cool? Yeah, he's pretty cool. I mean, he was cool like until this show started airing and then he was like trying to. So we'll we'll get into all that jazz later. (laughs) But I mean still, like I do think he's a good guy. I think it was just kind of like. Yeah. We got to try to figure out how to relate to everyone. And if everyone's saying this about someone, we got to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. Um, But. (laughs) Yeah, I remember they all did that. And I feel like Erica got invited and she was telling us about it. But we were like, you know, me, Chelsea and Kristen were still trying to like yeah, figure see, our shit out. See, that's not what I'm talking about. There were definitely things that people like set up on their own yeah. back in in my day. It was not like that. It was like an actual event, like invite only photographers, yeah. social media like, press. Yeah. yeah it I was feel like a like thing. Season four had that, or at least for like the to rewatch their season. I feel like yeah. they had like a um event type thing, which looked cool. Like I'm, it's I'm fun, jealous. I'm not gonna lie. That shit's yeah. like right up my alley. Like I'm not on the show, I have no stress, but I can just like go to a party, get drunk, and like live tweet and like be on the Instagram. Like that's my dream. <laughs> that's my dream you and i host right red carpet for all seasons of ti we get production on this we have them send out invites to like (sighs) who they think is worthy of all four casts and we look hot as fuck and then you and i are the freaking hosts (laughs) over here like oh tell me about your date tonight and what are you wearing like oh my gosh wait that's a vibe dude dude Dude, we should do that. We should do East Coast and West Coast. Fly us around. Fly yep. us around. Make let's make it happen. Okay. <laughs> so back on track to our to-do list, because we have a yes. few things to go over before we dive into the podcast. Also, 
I want to say that this is definitely going to be a two-parter because overnight date, even though it seems like not a lot happened, there's a lot of behind the scenes shit that like yeah. from my perspective, we need to discuss. <laughs> so yeah. yes. And everyone keep in mind, like, I don't know anything yeah. Casey's about to say. So it's like, I'm going to have questions and I'm very interested yeah. in this behind the scenes because yes. I've also heard a lot. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stuff has went down that no one knows about. So yeah, part there's definitely going to be two parts to this. I just already know. So next thing on our agenda. So a lot of people, along with asking how me and Aaron met, how, if we've met cast members, everyone is wondering why in past podcasts, me specifically on Gabrielle's um, FML Talk podcast, I referred to Evan as Ethan. And then on my podcast, I call him Evan. Everyone wants to know what the deal with that is. <laughs> so there's actually a two-part answer. So number one, back in the day when my season was airing, it was kind of a joke, but people were like, he's not worthy of his own name. So fans just started calling him Ethan all the time. Dude, so it I became mean, like an inside joke. I, that man has like eight different personalities. So <laughs> so it started as an inside joke. <laughs> Eight different personalities. He needs eight different names. So it started as an inside joke that I didn't even start. Just like fans of the show started it and it took off on social media. The reason why, though, on her podcast specifically, we're referring to him as Ethan is because, as some of you guys know, her ex-husband, also a narcissist, is best friends with Evan. Okay. That's that is so mind blowing to me. <laughs> Small world, dude. LA. Birds of a feather. Birds of a feather. Yeah. Flock together. Yeah. So long story short, she's had a successful podcast. She has like a best selling book. And she refers to her ex husband as Daniel in order for like legal reasons and to protect her. And we needed to come up with a name to like protect, I guess. Evan's identity as well because if we, I would have been saying yeah. Evan the whole time everyone would know that I, her ex-husband was so and so so oh. for legal purposes purposes on her podcast we use the name Ethan because she chooses to not say her ex-husband's real name publicly okay so that is the answer to that question no his name is not Ethan his name is Evan but it was an inside joke <laughs> and then on her podcast which was a very popular podcast that I did we called him Ethan on there gotcha Okay, so another thing that has been going on is we have like this little community of people that are just doing our dirty work for us. Okay, you guys are like screenshotting anything and everything that you think may or may not have to do with us, any yes. sort of info that we may want to know, and you guys send it to our It's Tempting Pod, and it's freaking hilarious. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I just wanted to say we love it, but also at the same time, you guys, we don't like, I don't want this to sound bad, but like, we don't really care. <laughs> like if, yeah. if people are like talking shit about us online and it's like obvious mm -hmm. and they're subtweeting us, if they don't have the balls to like add us, like we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No. I mean, I love it because I don't have a Twitter. And it's kind of I an ego boost. I'm not going to lie that people are subtweeting that's us. My that's my thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like kind of like funny to me. But also, like, I literally don't care what. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know. To be honest. But I just, care that I care that you guys as fans care. Like, yes, we love that. yes, yes. We don't care about what they have to say. Yeah, because some of you guys will send us the screenshot and be like, oh, my God, like, do you think this is about you? Like, I'm so sorry. That's so dramatic. Like, someone's bothered. And it's like, yeah, like, we hear that. <laughs> but at the same time, like, it's kind of entertaining as fuck. Because yeah. – Number one, it's an ego boost. Number two, it means we're obviously doing something right. 
Yeah. And number three, like I've always lived by two mottos like since high school. Number one, keep talking shit. You're making me famous. Number two, one-sided obsession is beef. And I'm if I'm on the opposite end yeah. of both of those things, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like if you have a problem with me and I don't have a problem with you, we don't have a problem. Exactly. You just have a problem with me. Yep. And then you're obsessed with me. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> like if I don't know you exist or I don't really know you – and yeah. you have a problem with me, that's like on you. I don't that's like on, that's kind of weird. You. I couldn't imagine yes. not liking someone I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So wanted to bring that up because that's been happening a lot lately. So we love it. We're here for it. But at the same time, we're not really into the drama and we don't really care what anyone thinks. Yeah. Um, okay. And this is something that I have to address for my own sanity. Okay. But I want to make this very clear that I know that I don't owe anyone an explanation (laughs) at all whatsoever, but I want to talk about it. So some of the different things that we've been seeing that random people have been saying or we've been getting questions about is like, why are they talking about things from like years ago, specifically talking about me? Like, why am I talking about things for years? And there's actually – I've really been trying to, like, think about the right way to talk about this. And I talked to Aaron about it the other day. So this is what I'm going to say. So number one, we have a podcast that actually has a following. And the whole premise of the podcast is to recap seasons of Temptation Island. So number one, that's fucking why. I mean, I I thought it was pretty fucking obvious. Yeah, yeah. It's not like we made this podcast specifically to talk about like you and your past. Yes. We actually did this because we knew season four was coming out. And yep. this, this type of podcast for this show specifically like hasn't been done before by cast members yeah. especially. So we were like, why don't – We fill the void. People, yes. Two people <laughs> who actually did, did the show like know what we're talking about. Let's yep. break it down, give behind the scenes, have some guests. Like it has nothing to do with like – talking specifically yeah. about your season, Casey. I know. But with that being said, you had the craziest experience all four seasons thus far. So it's like <laughs> I couldn't imagine not wanting to hear about it. Like yeah. not like being a follower or someone who watched the show and not wanting to actually hear what went down. Because even some of the stuff you say to me, my mind is blown. Yeah. It's stuff I don't even know and we're best friends. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so I'm glad that you just said that because we're gonna dive into the second part of this that I want to talk about. So I have kind of I've been very open about the fact that I'm not gonna lie, I'm extremely calculated about what I choose to post online and on my social media. Um, and when I say that, I don't want you guys to think that what I do show you is like not my real personality. No, that's not what I'm saying. Like, it's my real personality. I'm unapologetically myself. I'm, I feel like I'm very relatable and I'm, I'm real. Like I am who I am. However, when it comes to my personal and my private life, like guys that I date, guys that I'm into my close inner circle friends, Mm -hmm. my family, I never post those people. I never talk about it. It's always offline. Like, Aaron, I think you can vouch for me in real life. Like, have I vented to you about other guys and feelings that I've had for other guys and whatnot? Have you? Have I? And not. Yes. Yes. And have I ever needed advice or ever talked to you in my real life about Evan? No. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Absolutely not. (laughs) Exactly. So, you guys. 
Evan and that story is like what I choose to share with the public because it helps people. Okay. It helps people. It brings awareness to real issues and problems and relationships and toxicity and abuse and narcissism. And it's, that is my platform and I use it to help other people get out of horrible situations. And back when I was going through it, I wished that there was someone that was so open and honest about it that I could listen to on a podcast and watch their social media account. Yeah. But also like I, years ago, like, Again, years, years. Everyone always tries to like guess who we're talking about when we say this. But like I've dated an Evan before. Mm-hmm. So I know what you've went through to an extent. Like yeah. not, you know, not anything comparable. But there are some things that like I personally ask you because I'm like, wait, that happened to me too. How did you handle it? Like yeah. when you open up about Evan, you're actually helping someone like myself heal too because – Everyone heals differently. Everyone copes with things differently. It takes some people longer or shorter to, you know, um, deal with things and handle things. And I just feel like you and I, we can, we relate to one another on, unfortunately, you know, on that level. And I mean, I do. I think that people need to hear your story in order um, to one, better understand you yeah. and what you really went through. But then two, to also be able to help people who have gone through it or are going through it. And like that, think that there is no life after like that person. Yes. You know, you- yes. That you just hit the nail on the head. So that's <laughs> the thing you guys in my real life, in my real personal private life that I like cherish and I protect from the public eye Evan is a non-factor. Okay. Like like (laughs) at all. At all. Like he's never brought up. He's not a part of my life. My public life that I very much am like calculated about and I choose what I share and like talk about. Evan is my part of my platform because it's part of my story. It played out in front of the world. And I'm sorry, but when you go through something that I went through that is so publicized, you have a choice to either let it destroy your life or you're going to conquer. And I decided that I'm going to conquer and use my voice and turn it into a really positive, amazing thing for a lot of people. And that is why I talk about it years later, quote. (laughs) (laughs) Years later. Jesus. So that's all I have to say about that. And then we're, oh, oh, this is, Aaron knows this. We talked about this. We have two guests from season one that we're going to be interviewing after we're done recapping. Mm -hmm. So that's really exciting. And both of them have said that nothing is off limits. So we're going to be able to talk about anything and everything. Yeah. Which is going to be really fun. Yeah. DM us any questions. We're obviously going to post and like do a little cool thing where you guys can. um, Yep you know, ask us questions, but if you want to get ahead of the game, yeah, DM us. So yeah, that's really freaking exciting. And then the last thing that I wanted to say before we started is you guys, fun fact, this episode that we're about to recap episode nine overnight dates is the only episode of temptation Island that I've watched like multiple times, like both before recapping, it's the only one that I've watched (laughs) a few times. Wow. I know that. Cause it's like the least stressful one and I'm just like so happy in it and just carefree and I'm just, it's not stressful for me to watch. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Good for you. Anything else before we start? 
No, I think we're ready. I know we're ready. Okay, shit. I'm nervous. We haven't <laughs> done this in a while. <laughs> I know. It's like, why am I a little nervous? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So it starts off. The girls were leaving the bonfire ceremony. We're in the Escalade. And I said, this part was very sad. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, this is so sad. So it starts out, I'm telling the girls and I say, I just don't understand how we can forget everything we've been through. Like our whole life. I'm really embarrassed. Yeah. And then I start crying and breaking down. Nicole and Katie tell me that I shouldn't be embarrassed, that he should be embarrassed. And I'm not going to lie. I loved when Shari like speaks up from the back and says, this is a reflection of his character, not yours. Yes. So true. Right. She, yeah, yeah, that was, that was a good moment. And then I say, this is the part I'm just like, I'm such a rational human being at sometimes (laughs) I say, we have a home, we have a life, we have dogs. We were going to go traveling after this. My birthday is next week. Like, what's wrong with you? And then Katie yeah. ends it. Like, she's kind of comforting me and says, sorry, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that was an emotional Escalade ride. I had – um okay, question about your birthday. Yeah. So were you guys – like, I'm trying to do the timeline. Were you guys still going to be on the island during your birthday? Or I- was it, like, the next week? So at that point, we didn't know because they didn't give us like an exact date of when filming was going to end. So I wasn't sure yet if I was going to be spending my birthday on the island or not. But the way filming ended, I think we ended like I filmed. I have such a good memory with like dates and numbers. I'm pretty Uh sure we filmed my final bonfire on October 3rd. Okay. And then I flew home on, I think I had a red eye on October 4th and I landed in LA October 5th. And then my birthday is October 7th. Oh, wow. So it was like, my birthday was literally like a day or two after I got back to LA. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you remember what you did for it that year? To be honest, at that point was when I was, it was before Evan started manipulating me again. So at Mm -hmm. that point I was still like, fuck you, want nothing to do with you, hard pass. And he was blowing up my phone. He wished me happy birthday. I was with my friend. I think we went to, um, we went to like a really nice dinner and we went to like the Four Seasons in Westlake Village. One of my best friends. Okay. It was great. It was nice. It was like a very good vibe. I saw my family the following week. But yeah, at that point was like I was just done with Evan and he was blowing up my phone. (sighs) What the hell? Like I just can't. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. What was was the motive? What was the reason? Like what was the reason for doing everything? I just Dude, I don't know. So freaking weird. But yeah, my birthday was like days after my Escalade breakdown that everyone (laughs) DMs me about. Oh my God. Okay. So then um, we go over to the beach villa and the Mm -hmm. guys are all sitting down and Carl admits that seeing Javen and Shari being so strong throughout this experience is something that he wants is something that he's looking for. And I thought it was really funny when John kind of spoke up and admitted that it was really crazy that like Shari and Javen got into that fight on the single yeah. the night that the singles were revealed and everyone was like, there's no hope for these two. And they're the two Dude. that ended up making it. Dude, people thought that about me. He even like, said they literally he- were like, I'm going to be honest. We, we thought you were going to be the first to, uh, dang. I, and they were surprised. I didn't at all like 180. <laughs> dang. That mm-hmm. is funny. 
Um, John says, but it's crazy to see that you guys are the ones surviving. And then Javen is just really appreciative and says it's not his place to speak on the other guy's journeys, but he's proud of his journey and says it's been wonderful. And Evan is silent this entire time. Yeah. Anything? I thought it was really, I thought it was really cute that at the very end, he was like, I love my baby girl. I know. Javen is adorable every time he's on camera. But you know what I started noticing like with Carl too during this is he says something like um, when they're all talking at the end of the day, we all know what we signed up for. Mm -hmm. And I I just think it's like weird how or not weird, but he so quickly kind of did a 180 himself with like, you know, I'm still thinking about Nicole like I, you know. I'm sure she's seeing stuff, but I, I don't want to push the boundaries like, you know, with Brittany or whatever. And then all of a sudden he's saying that and he's like, at the end of the day, we know what we signed up for. Yeah. You know, whatever happens, happens vibe. And I thought that was very interesting. But I think it's probably see him changing. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I think he's he's nervous that Nicole's doing her own thing. He wants yeah. to do it first. So I think he's trying to tell himself it's OK because he's mentally preparing to cheat on Nicole. Yeah. Yep. Ugh, God, it's a Fucked mess. <laughs> it's a mess. So then the next morning, Mark comes over to the beach villa, announces overnight dates or final dates, and whoever does, doesn't get chosen has to go home today. Mm-hmm. Of course, Evan is first. He tells Morgan to get over here. <laughs> and then Morgan in the confessional. Everyone always says when you know, you know, and that's how I feel with Evan. We have a couple more days until he has to make his final decision, but I'm pretty confident in what his decision will be, but you never know. What do you think about her saying everyone always says when you know, you know, and that's how I feel with Evan? I mean, I just think that's like a very bold statement <laughs> given the circumstances. Yeah. Like, I want to believe that like when you know you know yeah because I think that in different scenarios and situations like there is that possibility of like meeting someone and you're like wow this feeling is like so different than I've ever felt like I don't want to I don't want to you know completely nail in the coffin that can never happen yeah um but I just think like based off of these circumstances there's just no way you can know that this person is the one for you when he's still dating someone else. He still has to break up with someone else. And you're has on a, a USA family. Network reality television show. <laughs> you're on a reality show, but also I meant family as in like animals, yeah. a house, a home, like yeah. bills to pay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just don't think that you can, when you know, you know, type thing, especially because of the different conversations they've had throughout the season It's Mm -hmm. always been a very, like, hot and cold. Like, they were always consistent with being with one another, but the conversation was always, like, kind of, like, you know, tell me you still feel this way about me. Yeah. Like, words of affirmation. She constantly needed that, which is, like, fine, but it doesn't seem like you were that confident in your relationship with him. Yeah, you needed to hear it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So then it's John's turn, and of course, he chooses Catherine. Wow, cannot talk. He chooses (laughs) Catherine. (laughs) Catherine her outfit was super cute and then they say wow finally everyone is like giggling and happy for them and he takes off her block necklace and throws it in god knows where and then everyone seems really happy and excited for them I'm really happy and excited for them I'm not even gonna lie yeah you can tell she looked shocked too but yeah all I was thinking watching that was just like I wonder how Hannah felt when this happened 
because I feel like they all probably forgot about the necklace block and how now you're able to go on overnight dates if you are blocked. Like it's been so long since that happened. Yeah. So I wonder if Hannah like going into it felt like she was going to get chosen thinking Catherine couldn't or thinking like there's no way he would pick her. Like I was just curious. I wonder how she felt. Yeah, I don't know. And that's actually one thing I'm glad that we just kind of brought that up. So obviously this season us recapping has been a little bit different and more exciting because you guys are getting like a cast member cast members like direct like experience but obviously I don't know a lot of what happened at the beach villa so I do want to just preface it by saying that we don't know everything that went down at the beach villa all the conversations that were had the same way that like I tell you guys like oh this is how it actually went down Mm -hmm. at the mountain villa this didn't happen like we need to give the beach villa the benefit of the doubt I'm sure that same type of shit was happening over there as well so just because I don't know I don't have firsthand knowledge of it I don't want to like take away that take away that from them if that makes sense yeah um okay so now it's Javen's turn he picks Kayla she says she was loved to. And then it pans to Erica's face. And Erica seems kind of pissed and shocked. Did you mm. notice that? Honestly, like not really. But only because I feel like with Javen, like who he picks is so like irrelevant at this point. Not to be yeah, rude. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like carry any weight for me. It doesn't really mean anything. Only because his commitment to Shari, which is yeah. great. We know but, where he stands. We know exactly. what he's doing. He's just getting through the experience at this point. Right, right. I feel like he probably picked Kayla, though, because what didn't he mention that Erica reminded him a little bit of Shari? Yeah. And, like, maybe she was more, like – and, again, this is me assuming because, like Casey said, we don't know. Like, maybe she was more, like, flirty and trying to pursue him. Yeah. And I think Kayla really respected the fact that he's, like, in love and wanted to stay stay faithful. And there was no, like, pressure for him to, like, do anything against what he wanted. Right. I, Carl just silently walks up to Brittany, doesn't say anything. <laughs> Literally does not. Does not do say it. a word. <sighs> Are you going to – I quoted what she, what she said. Is that what you're giggling and sighing about over there? <laughs> Yes, say the quote and then I'll <laughs> what I feel. She says that, quote, things are evolving quickly with Carl and she doesn't know how to play it. Her natural instincts when she's that attracted to someone is to climb all over them. So we'll see what happens. Okay, I have thoughts. Okay. <laughs> number one, know. number one, and this is not an issue. Everyone listening, I'm not saying this is an issue, but – she must be just a very like physical person. Yeah. And like, that's not a bad thing, but like, I just, everything out of her mouth is about like being like physical and like touching, getting intimate. That's my first thought. Yes. My second thought is like, when I personally am interested in someone, I would like to get to know them better before like thinking wow, I really want to climb all over them. (laughs) Like I more am like, okay, if I'm starting to really like you, I want to get to know you more. Like I want to have like really deep conversations. I want to, you know, I don't know. that that, You want to build something before you're just all over them all the time. Plus 
he still has a girlfriend. He still has a girlfriend. Yeah. He still has a girlfriend. That's the thing that's just really killing me a lot in season one, and it doesn't happen so much in later seasons, is I feel like the fact that we all are, like, in relationships is just – it's going right over everyone's head in season one. Maybe because it's the first season – I don't know, but yeah. that shit is really flying over everybody's fucking head. <laughs> like, I it's just, wild. Like, yeah, yeah. The whole being in a relationship thing. Everyone seems to forget the concept. They don't give a fuck. Of the show. <laughs> okay. But that was just, like, all I had to say on that. Like, it's not a bad thing. I just feel like my natural instinct when I'm interested in someone is, like, okay, I want to, like, get to know them on a very, like, deep emotional level like yeah. find out who they are if they're a good person yada yeah, yada of course before you dive in and all that yeah right agreed okay so then hannah erica and rachel they skip off into the sunset holding hands and yes. yeah okay so now we're toodles so now we're at the mountain villa and we're about to pick the girls are about to pick final dates and I have a fun fact about my final date situation okay so Aaron you know when like before date selection or elimination or anything like a producer will come up to you and like ask you like Aaron like who are you gonna pick for your date and they write yes. it down so that they know like who to like zoom in on like, during filming? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So like you, like an hour, 30 minutes before the ceremony, a producer will come up to you and ask you mm -hmm. like, who are you picking? Okay. But we didn't have ceremonies. Mine, we had to do the same thing, but ours was like more natural. See, I liked, I like it better the way you guys did it, to be honest. Really? I kind of mm -hmm. liked it your guys way. Oh, well. Yeah, so I think it's it was, like more dramatic. Like. Yeah, it was. It was pressure. I'm not going to lie. So like mm -hmm. I think like 30 minutes before we need to pick these like 24 hour overnight dates, which I was like stressed about because I'm like, I'm trying to be loyal. I'm going through a lot. How the fuck am I going to spend non-romantic time for 24 freaking hours with one of these guys? Like that's crazy. Right. So 30 minutes before, I think it was JP and Andreas, I think they came up to me and asked, and I said Luna, okay? They wrote uh -huh. down Luna, and everyone was so disappointed in me. They were like, Casey, they're like, you know that's not who you should be picking. They're mm. like, you shouldn't be picking Luna. And I, that was my safe choice because I was like, I'm yeah. not going to be tempted for 24 hours with Luna. It's not going to feel like a date. I was <laughs> like, I'm picking Luna. That's the safe choice for me. I, ain't no way in hell am I picking Val. And then I started thinking, like, over that 30 minutes, I was like, okay, you know what? Like, this whole experience has fucking sucked for me. I've made, like, no decisions for myself. I've done nothing for myself. This is my last little hurrah on this island. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to make one decision for myself. I'm going to enjoy this 24 hours with someone that I want to be with. And, like, literally, like, five minutes before, I, I was, like, sprinting through the house. I was like, where's JP? I'm, like, trying oh to find God. JP. I was like, I'm switching. I'm switching. I'm picking Val. And everyone, like, the girls were freaking out. JP was freaking out. JP was like, yes, that's the right choice. Like, Aww. I'm so glad you made the decision on your own. They're like, fuck yeah. So, like, literally five minutes before I changed who I was picking. Like, I had Holy picked shit. Luna. Yeah. And, and you picked Val because he was, like, someone who, like, made you laugh. Like, he was just was someone that, like, I knew if I wasn't in this situation, I didn't have a boyfriend. He was someone that I, like, had romantic feelings for and, like, I would want gotcha. to spend time with. I had fun with mm -hmm. him. He was, like, one of my best friends on the island. 
Yeah. And I just felt good with him. He made me laugh. He made yeah. me feel safe. He made me feel comfortable. He gave me yeah. good advice. So I was like, Aww. I'm spending 24 hours with Val last yeah, second. Good. Oh, I'm glad you picked him. Right. Okay. So I'm first in this little ceremony and I say, mm-hmm. this is very, very hard. So I need to pick wisely. And I'm picking Val. He seemed really surprised. He was like, case, it's case. And I'm all giggly. Yeah. And then in the confessional, he says, I think Casey needs somebody who's confident, who's loyal, who's a king. I'm on a throne here, people. I'm I on know, a throne. LOL. But he said that. Like, the confidence. Yeah, he's one <laughs> confident man. So, yeah, that's the fun story. The how Val almost was 30 minutes earlier would not have gotten the overnight date. Wow. Shari's turn. She just walks up to him and says, I'll take Justin. <laughs> Like, so nonchalant. Like, I'll take you. Right? And then he says, I think I'm 100% temptation for Shari. She's strong. I think she can hold her own and not be tempted. But she likes to let it in a little bit and see where it takes her. I wanna, I'm want to. i curious if he's, like, telling himself that or if he right? really thinks that. Because, like, come on. No one watching. Thinks that she's into thinks you. Thinks that she's into you. And it's a shame because he's actually like a very good looking guy. And I'm sure had she never met Javen before and met him, I could, they look like they'd be a cute couple, but come on. Do you really think that, you know, she's going to slip up? I mean, who knows, but do you really think that? No. No, I don't think anyone believes that. I think he's trying to convince himself of that. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like another one confident. Good for you confident okay so now it's nicole's turn same thing with the silence she just walks silently up to tyler and picks him dude she didn't even say his name though no, and that's where i'm like nothing did something happen before or no no i think she just he's who she wanted and no words were needed <laughs> oh oh i got like a like sassy vibe. She's, but I guess I feel like she's always sassy. Like fifty percent of her mysterious. life, she's mysterious. She's mysterious. I'm gonna tell her that on this podcast. I'm gonna be like, you, you, you're mysterious. She is. <laughs> I love that about her. Like, uh, Katie's turn. Uh, yeah. Of course, she picks Johnny. Yep. Anything to say about that? I mean, we saw that coming. Yeah, nothing really happened after that either. Nope. Ja- so Jack, Luna, and Scott get sent home. And then that whole little scene just ends with Katie saying she's really looking forward to spending a night alone with Johnny. And then oh. Shari admits she's never spent 24 hours alone with another guy and says this should be interesting. And then I just wrote fun fact everyone was really proud of me afterwards when we were all waiting for our cars and dates like everyone was really shocked that I chose Val (laughs) like really like everyone was like really shocked they're like great choice (laughs) good choice way to I finally made one choice right on Temptation Island lol I think that it's crazy Shari had never spent 24 hours hours alone with another guy yeah that's like the thing that's different between me and shari is because she genuinely because everyone like in the past like compared our situations because we've both been with someone for like five Mm -hmm. to ten years her like nine years whatever but the difference between me and her is is she legit has only been with him like since she was a teenager 
me, like me and Evan were very on and off the first five years. So I had like boyfriends in high school. I had a high school sweetheart. I had people that I dated throughout Evan the first five years. So like I've I've been with other guys. Like she has, she genuinely hasn't. Oh, okay. So when she says 24 hours, like that means like sleeping with other people too? I think, I don't, I don't know, but I know for a fact that she has not spent that type of alone time with another guy besides Javen. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Well, I know. Wild. That's her. I know, right? This was an experience. Mm -hmm. So then it pans over to mine and Val's date and we're reenacting Titanic. I forgot about that. that. (laughs) Your guys' date had me cracking up throughout the whole time. It's such a good vibe. Like, it just makes me so happy. I think that's why I watched this episode because it's such good vibes. Like, every time I watch it. Yeah. So I say Val is a perfect person to go on this date with. He makes me laugh and I really need to prepare it for worst case scenario and just get ready to face the music. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of forgot how flirty we were. Like we're like, I don't know. I'm like grabbing his shoulder, holding his hand. I'm drinking alcohol, which I haven't drinking at all this entire time. Oh my gosh. Right. The only times that I drank alcohol during this whole trip was on my date with Val. On the banana boat date and then this overnight date. That is nuts because we drank every single day, (laughs) 24 hours a day. Well, don't get me wrong. Everyone else besides me drank every single day, 24 hours. I just didn't. The only time I drank was when I was with Val. It would be like seven in the morning and I like felt weird not being drunk. (laughs) And I'd be like, should I go on this date sober? Like, What's going on? It felt weird. You're like, like I shouldn't. That's not a reflection. It's not a reflection of like me, but like being in that environment. Like yeah. you just kind of just drank the whole time, even if you didn't want to. Like it was. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh my god. So we sit down, and then we always. This is when producers like make you talk about things you don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. They have the little list. They yes. Yeah. Their dates to ask. Like that is very much a thing, guys. Like, yeah. So we sit down and then I ask honest, true answer. What did everyone say about Evan? And he says that he keeps it honest with me all the time and continues by saying he's a fucked up guy. He's a little bit of a scumbag. Uh What did you mean real quick when you said like, be honest, what do the guys say about Evan? Like, are you saying based off of what like you've told them or when they saw Evan? Because they don't really know him. So this is... This was like kind of the climate in the house at the mountain villa. Everyone knew that I was not okay. And everyone was very worried about me. But I was also with the guys specifically. I was being very private about what I was seeing in the clips. I was and like what I was really going through. Like I would open up about that stuff to like the girls like in the escalator and confessionals. But to the actual guys I wasn't really letting them know the extent of what I was seeing and like what I was going through, but they all knew it was really bad. So throughout the experience, they were like picking up different things here and there. Like they heard rumors that he's very much into one of the single girls saying that he loves her. So they heard that rumor that they're keeping from me. And then they know that I didn't get a message and they were just picking up things. And this was the first time where I was like, I'm just with Val. It's me and him. No one else is here. I want to know exactly what's being said because the guys were not a fan of Evan. Like, and I was still protecting Evan at that point. Mm -hmm. So I was making it so like people couldn't talk shit about Evan in front of me, but I knew they were all doing it behind my back. Wow. Yeah. 
So that's why I wanted to know. I was like, okay, no bullshit. We're alone 24 hours. Like we have to talk about this situation. I want to know like what your guys' real thoughts are on this guy. Yeah. Okay. So then I say to him that I think he's caught up oh, in the moment and I feel I like I loved – side note, not to cut you off. No, you're right. I loved what you said during this. I, I think it's during this if I have my notes correct. What did ahead, I sorry. say? Just the how you feel bad for Morgan because you're the one he tells forever to. And oh, yeah, yeah. break her heart. Yeah. <laughs> you can say the whole quote if you want. I did. I, I did love that you said that. Yeah, I didn't write the whole exact thing down. But yeah, I basically just say that I think he's caught up in the moment and I feel bad for her. And this is just another girl whose heart he's going to break. Mm-hmm. And I did notice Val doesn't seem stoked to be talking about Evan. Like his face no, and body language, he's like, I don't want to yeah. talk about this idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can definitely the only tell. Reason, the only reason like I love that you said that was because it's so true. Like you literally knew him. I knew him like, so well. Good, bad, ugly, you knew him. Yep. And you knew that, yeah, he was fucking you over, but you were like, same. It's going to happen to you too. Right. Like, it is what it is. Buckle up. Like it, you're literally like, it might not happen the first month, second, third, fourth, but it will happen. It will. Because it happened to me. Yeah. It's going to happen to you. Certain people don't change. No. Certain people, if you're a cheater, a cheater, if you're a liar, a liar, like that's who you are. Yeah. You know? And I used to get shit for that too, because in interviews, like that's one thing that producers like loved about me is when I was in an interview, like they could ask me anything. And I said exactly what I'm thinking, feeling no bullshit. Like it's what I'm thinking is what I'm going to say right now. So they loved that. But at the same time, I would say things like this, where I'd be like, he's going to break her heart eventually. Like it's never going to work. Like, and everyone would be like, Oh, like she's just like bitter. Like it's like, no dude, I, it's a fact of fucking life. Like I know this guy more than anyone on this planet. It may happen in five years from now. It may happen in a year from now, three years. It may happen in two months, but what I can guarantee is that it will fucking happen. (laughs) That's all I can guarantee. And like people like that are just so selfish. They can't give them, they can't give themselves up to someone fully. No. And that's why an act can only last so long. That's why it's an act. You're acting. So again, yeah, it could, it could take two months. It could take two years. It could take 10 years, but eventually the true colors are coming out. The true colors do come out and you called it. I, I know. love that. I used to say it all the time. They're like, oh my God, she's bitter. She's jealous. And it's like, dude, oh no, God. I'm literally just speaking facts right now. And one day all of you guys are going to be apologizing. <laughs> like literally <laughs> everyone. Oh okay. So then in the confessional, Val says, I think Casey is really strung up on her man. And I know she loves him and I know she means well for him, but I think she needs to move on. So I want to show her yeah. a good time. Mm-hmm. He does his little backflip off the boat. I'm like cheering him on. We like we sailed the boat together, put the little flag up. It was a whole vibe. I'm not going to lie. The reason why I didn't go in the water is because they didn't tell me to bring a bathing suit. But then they were like, yeah. So I thought that was really annoying because I I wish I did. But if it was me today, if I would just have jumped in in my dress, but I was still so just like anxiety ridden. You know what I mean? I wasn't my real self, but I wish I would have jumped in. Yeah. When Val fell, LOL. That was a real fall. I lost it. Oh, 
It did not look staged. Yeah. And you could tell he got a little embarrassed slightly, but then he played it off. No, he but, like, played you could it off. It was real. It was so real. And like fun fact, he was actually we were both like kind of seasick, but he was really not feeling well. Like he had a headache. He was like kind of buzzed from like the medicine that they gave us for seasickness mm-hmm. and the alcohol. So he like really was not feeling well and that's why he fell down. And then that's why I was like, I'll sit down with you because I felt so bad. (laughs) That was really cute. You're like, it's okay. I'll join you. And you just like sat down all. So overall though, one through 10, how was the date? Honestly, like no bullshit. This whole 24 hours, this is going to be really sad, but it's honest. This was my last happy day for like months and months, like for real. Like I, this was like a good day. Like we did so many other things too that weren't even on camera. Like we, um, got like coffee. There's like this cute little like shopping center. We got coffee. We drove like around the islands and went to like another coffee shop. And then we like got to the house and we had like a great, great day. We'll get into the rest later. But yeah, no, it was, it was really genuinely a lot of fun. And I knew like I made the right choice as soon as we were on our little date. Okay. Anything else before we head over to Morgan and Evan? I I mean, just like clockwork. (laughs) It's got to be them right after you. Right. Morgan and Evan all snuggled up. Evan's saying Uh his typical... I'm so yours. One-liners. You changed everything. I can't tell. I'm like, I need (laughs) you to be honest. Like, am I just really like too hard on people? No, dude. Because this shit's so corny to me too. This is like sometimes, and I'm going to keep his name um, because I don't think I've said his name on our podcast yet, but like, you know. Wait, your guy? Yeah. Oh yeah, no. He'll say things to me. Mind you, he's here, so he he knows I give him shit all the time. But he'll say things, and I'm like, why do you word it like that? And he's like, oh, my God, why? And I'm like, oh, it just sounds weird. Like, you're trying to be cute, and it's like, I love it. But I'm like, why are you wording it like that? Yeah. Like, it sounds – sometimes I can sound fake or just like whatever. I'm like, don't say it like that. Say it this way. <laughs> just like, and, then I, and then I take a step back, and I'm like, maybe I actually am – just way too hard on people but I don't know these one-liners with Evan no, are so corny they're so there's no corny. way you talk like that right like no like I am yours you are mine like weird I don't know <laughs> like I'm all in girl I don't know no it's so over the top he says they have and he didn't what he didn't talk like that to you uh Evan like, when you guys I... were dating is that was that his way of like So we like had a weird beginning. So when we first met when we were 19, we kind of started like trying to date right off the bat. And yeah, he was very much like over the top like that with like texting and talking to me. And then we kind of broke it off and then we're like dating other people and we're friends throughout that first five years. So when it was on and off, we just gradually built up like a real friendship where it wasn't like that, you know, like there was no like love bombing like that. So mm. it was at first when I first met him, but then after like yeah. it didn't work out and we were just friends, we mm-hmm. we genuinely like built up like a friendship over time. Yeah. And I just want to reiterate for the listeners, like I don't want you guys thinking I'm like cold hearted. Like I like when like people are cute to me. I'm talking about like the reading me a poem in Spanish no. or like the like playing a guitar to me and then saying to me, which is, this is a quote, Evan, he said, I am so yours. Like if someone said that to my face, like I just like, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, maybe it's the way he's saying it too. Like I just, uh, No, because like I, 
I think I, I'm definitely, I have a hopeless romantic side to me, like for sure. Like I love like reading like romance novels. I love like the idea of like happily ever after. I love like Disney princesses. Like I love all of that stuff. Like, however, (laughs) I just, a lot of this shit I find really fucking cringe. I think because it doesn't come off authentic. Like someone like reading a poem on national television or playing a song on national television. None of it's like authentic. It's like over the top and like cringy. Yeah. It doesn't come from like a genuine place. That That's yeah. the vibe I get. I don't know. I'm weird though. I don't like know. the girl, you're it for me. Yeah, like all that shit. It, it's so weird. He says like over text, maybe, but in person, like to my face being like, girl, you're it for me. Like, I would just don't like, don't, why are you talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> why are you talking like that? Like, like, Get, yeah, it okay, Get it together, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Stop, stop talking um, like that. No, I agree. <laughs> so then he says they have some real things they need to talk about. He needs to go to DC and meet her family, and they have to figure out Los Angeles and how how that will work. And then Morgan, yeah. she's just super smiley. She says it's gonna work, and he finishes off again with another really cringy line. Oh, it's gonna work very well. He says that it's way past a like for Morgan and he can't let her go. And I did write in my notes. I was like, this is sad. This whole part is just sad to watch. It just all sounds like recycled to me, though. Because it, it is. I genuinely feel like that we've heard, we heard this conversation episode three. It's all recycled. He says the same recycled. stuff to everyone. Same, yeah, same to stuff. any girl. She says, whenever I'm with Evan and I look in his eyes, I have no worries. But whenever I'm alone and away from him, I worry, of course, that he's got somebody else that he still has to break up with. And that stresses me out. The thing about Morgan, which it's the her whole like journey on this island makes me sad, like watching this, knowing how things play out is you can tell. I think you said it last episode. There's moments where she gets fucking common sense and it comes out in confessionals where she has common sense sense and she says Mm -hmm. things like he's a sweet talker when I'm not around like I'm worried like she she brings up all these like real rational thoughts but then she doesn't listen to any of them well and that's where it's like going back to like you know when you know you know yeah like I just had that feeling with Evan well clearly you didn't if you're still nervous about his literal girlfriend and about the breakup and stuff like I feel like you can't say when you know, you know, unless you literally like in your heart, like never felt that way. You're not questioning anything. There's nothing in the back of your mind. That's like, yeah, this person is shady. Something can go wrong. Like that's where I'm just like, how can you say that? And then in these confessional, which I agree with, like she's speaking like logically. She has common sense moments. Yeah. A girlfriend. But that's why I'm like, clearly, this is not the one for you if you're questioning his decision about his girlfriend, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And like what you just said, I feel like when you get that feeling, when you know, you know, because I've actually, I've had that feeling once in my life. And when I did have that feeling, like I was not worried about anything. I was not worried about Mm -hmm. any other girls, any other drama. It was just like peaceful. Like this is, Mm -hmm. this is it, you know, like I had no stress, no worries at all. So for her to constantly have like stress and worries when she's saying like, when you know, you know, it's like, girl, no, you didn't. Cause you had a gut feeling that something was off. It's coming out in your confessionals. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. They jump into the water with some snorkel gear. They're holding hands in the water, which I think is excessive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like we're trying to they swim like- against the current here. We don't need to hold Dude, they- hands. <laughs> You, you all are going to drown. <laughs> you all are going to drown. Safety first. Like, oh, my God. I can't. I remember, and I hate that I, like, want to talk about my season, but when Shaq and I snorkeled, like, uh-huh. they were, like, the, the videographer in the water, like, was, like, get closer. And I was, like, <laughs> no, underwater. He's, like, get yeah. closer to him. I'm, like, no. Like, I, I was so worried. Yeah. I was so worried that – I could look bad. Yeah. And, you know, I just hate that. No, I, I really do. You. That's like a normal. I had a great, I did have a great time with him, but like they were like trying to get us to hold hands up. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I wouldn't, I would not, I'm sorry. I wouldn't do that with my boyfriend today. I'm trying to see the sea turtle. Yeah. I'm trying to see this coral. I don't need to be swim around. Hands. We don't need to hold hands down <laughs> here. Like we're going to race. We're going to have a race underwater. Like I'm not I'm doing done. that shit. Oh, <laughs> like, I love you. Like, Crack yeah. me up. So Evan's in the confessional and he's saying, okay, this part, I was like, yo, this, if this doesn't say it all, where Evan's mindset is off. Yeah. This set me off. And I'm thinking you clearly don't know Morgan at all because what girl doesn't want what Casey wants? Dude. Just because she's not saying it three weeks into knowing you, probably to not scare you off, even though you guys are talking about visiting her family in DC, no girl or woman, or anyone, husband, anyone, doesn't want a future. Yeah, like, with someone. Oh, my God. This pissed me off. Yeah, and it, and just, you, it shows yeah. his motives, dude, for his decisions. That's the thing. So he says, and this is a direct yes. quote, everyone. That's the thing is I, if everyone's like, why is she always quoting the show? It's because I want to use their own words to prove our points, okay? <laughs> I'm not yeah. putting words in anyone's mouth like this shit right. came out of people's mouths. Uh-huh. My feelings for Morgan and my feelings for Casey are very different feelings. Casey is trying to settle down. She has that ticking clock. She wants that family by 30. And Morgan is on a different timeline than Casey. She's just kind of playing it by ear. I'm not going to lie. It turns me on. And I wrote, whoa. So first off, you guys, the biggest issue with mine and Evan's relationship at the end is that our relationship was not changing and I was noticing that. And I was like, I don't want to be wasting time with someone that I don't have a future with. So you need to let me know where your head's at. And he made it very clear that he would do anything to be with me. And that's when the ultimatum came into play. That's the thing. It's like, he acts like he wasn't telling you this stuff. Exactly. That is my biggest thing. Like if we are dating Stop, don't tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. Don't lead me on. Don't lie to me. If you don't feel it and I'm not pressuring you, don't tell me. Yeah. I'm not making you say these things, but what you're doing is you're putting it in my head. And then when I eventually start questioning down the road, why these things that you told me aren't happening, you're going to, you know, call me crazy or call me bossy or call me this stuff. No. Yeah. If I'm not asking you it or I'm not telling you this and you're putting it in my mind that this is going to happen and then I am holding you to your bullshit, like that is normal. Yeah. And that's the thing is like with me, like I wasn't asking for anything crazy. I was asking for what any normal person would ask someone that they're living with for five plus years. So, you know, it's like 
that's that was pretty fucking normal but the thing that really stuck out to me is that the thing that he likes about morgan is that there is no timeline there is no pressure there are no standards for him because he knows with me he's going to be out on the street if he doesn't get his shit together but with morgan he still doesn't need to get his shit together I'm confused. Like, then what were you guys talking about this entire season? So Because the whole time the two of you were talking about, and I'm referring to Evan and Morgan, obviously, like, starting a life together when this ended. Like, he literally said that, like, she was it. She was now his, like, new forever and, like, stuff like that. What do you mean there's no timeline? Do you think that when you guys leave, Morgan's going to forget all the things you said to her? Like, that's that's not what happens. No. Like, you, you... You know what I mean? And no offense, I'm sure had you had this conversation with Morgan, you would have known she probably did want the same things that you did, Casey. Like, like you said, any girl would want that if you're dating. Like, for that long. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know what? You're dating for a future with this person. Yeah. So I don't know. That's crazy. I just think he doesn't even realize that the type of like crazy shit he says on TV because that's crazy to say that like you literally just admitted that you just like being with her because there's no pressure and no timeline and she doesn't have a set of standards that she's put down for you yet and I also feel like if you quote unquote like when you know you know or if you're so in love with this person then Evan you would want this with Morgan yeah you know what I mean yeah. Like you're literally saying that you love her and now she's your girlfriend and X, Y, and Z. So you're hyped about this like non-existent like pressure and future, but wouldn't you think you would want that, Evan, since this is the girl you love? Wouldn't you want uh, a marriage with her and a family with her since you love her so much? No, clearly you don't actually love her. Like you just don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. He just needs a place to live. <laughs> Because, because after the show's wrapped, he has nowhere to go. He just needs someone to pay his bills. So anything else on them before we dive into Catherine and John? Nope. Oh, wait. Fun fact about Evan Morgan. I We got to talk about this. So you noticed how the other couples, there was like multiple times where like they would zoom in on our dates and we were at like different locations and like switching it up. Yeah. Evan and Morgan were on that boat that entire time. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like swimming. Yeah. They were stuck on that boat for 24 hours. Shut up. (laughs) Production put them on that boat and they were there literally for a whole fucking day. They did nothing. Intentionally? Intentionally. Dude, when Morgan told me this, I was like, and she told me, so this is no bullshit. She told me they were stuck on that boat and did nothing else. For 24 hours. They slept on that boat. It was a tiny little like – you saw how small that the cabin of that boat was. Was it docked? No. It was in the middle of the fucking ocean. <laughs> and they slept on that. <laughs> was there they a put shower? Evan and Mor- no. They were so yeah. bored and had nothing to do, like literally nothing, that I think someone on the boat had like weed and they like smoked weed with like someone on the boat. They – like production literally said – Put Evan and Morgan on a boat in the middle of the fucking ocean for 24 hours and let's not worry about them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have so many questions. Like, toothbrush. Where's your toothbrush? Dude. Number two, if you have to poop, I think like, they- you're pooping on that boat? Yeah, like, yeah. 
and you're just like, don't use that restroom for the next couple minutes because like it's a, a tiny dude. I bathroom. I don't know, but yeah, they were they. That's what they did. That's why their overnight date. Oh. There's not a lot going on because like me, like you see me and Val were on the boat, and then we're at dinner in the villa, and like Shari yeah. and Justin are like doing yoga, and then they're in their villa, yeah. and then Nicole and Tyler. It's like they're at the hot tub, and then they're in their villa. Like no, yeah. dude, Evan and Morgan were on a fucking sailboat solo for 24 hours in the middle of the fucking ocean yeah yeah they said mm, low budget they said you guys are at the dude like if we played that game with season four i'm sorry if this is being mean but it's just they would be the at the bottom because who they i wouldn't be able to sleep they didn't i they didn't sleep that's what morgan told me she said it was so awful and horrible they didn't sleep and you know how big Evan is. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, in in that tiny mm-hmm. little sailboat with like Morgan and someone else. In a little cabin. You yeah, guys are dude. Hot. <laughs> Insane. Holy so shit. yeah, fun fact. Um, so while we all got these like crazy villas and resorts, they're stuck in a sailboat. So Catherine and John, <laughs> Catherine shit. and John by far had the best date. I think they got flown in a helicopter to Oahu. And then there was, yeah, so they got flown in a helicopter to Oahu. They didn't even show that on the show, but then they were, their resort was on Oahu. And when they walk into the hotel, they're holding hands. They seem very comfortable and happy together. She says that she feels a really genuine connection that she's never felt before. And then they see the dolphins outside. And I will say that T.I. got a lot of heat for the swimming with the dolphins date. Like uh, PETA and like, like inhumane and yeah, like yeah. a lot, a lot of heat. Oh, I don't think that sad. they've ever done swimming with dolphins since this date. Shoot, I mean that right. looked great though. I would, I really, and I agree. Like I'm so, I feel so sad yeah. for like animals that are held captive. But I would love Same. to swim with a dolphin, even in the. I ocean. was jealous. Like. So yeah, I was me. jealous. So yeah, they got <laughs> flown to Oahu to a crazy resort in a helicopter, and then they got the dolphin date. And then later they have like the candlelit amazing dinner and then the gazebo. Mm-hmm. So they were obviously like John was one of the favorites for sure. <laughs> like a hundred percent. Yes. Yep. So John admits it's crazy mm-hmm. how close he feels to Catherine. And it's a little weird because he came here in hopes that him and Katie would still be together. And he doesn't want to fight the connection with Catherine anymore. And he says, it's crazy where the world right. will take you. And we already talked about how the show got a lot of heat for the dolphins. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I love seeing Catherine in this light. She just seems so genuine and full of joy. Like this whole time. Like she just comes yeah. off so good. Like I've heard through the grapevine and through the singles back in the day, like Catherine was a problem and she was dramatic. And I've heard all these like nightmare stories about her. But her on the show she comes off great. Like I've always liked her on the show. The first time I watched it and this time that I watched it. Hmm. Maybe when she's alone with it John, like brings out a good side of her. How she presents Cause yeah, I've always been a fan. She's acting maybe. Well, I don't want to say acting cause this was definitely genuine. I mean, yeah. how could you not be genuine with like the dolphins and stuff? But like maybe, maybe it's like, she's just, two different people when certain people are around I don't know I don't know anything yeah, about her I know that she's pretty gnarly on social media like when she ever had trolls like she would really get into it and get pretty vicious 
but I don't know. She comes off cool. great on the show, and I'm I'm kind of a fan of her on the show, and I've always have been. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Yeah. Well, she said something that stood out to me. You know me. I kind of pick up on yeah. like the weird little whatever. But she said, growing up, dolphins were her favorite mammal. And I'm like, did she mean to say mammal or did she mean to say like No, animal? dolphins are mammals. I know. But then what's her favorite animal? Oh, like in general? Like if you add in like reptiles <laughs> and shit? <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't you just say dolphin's my favorite animal? Why would you say mammal unless something else is your favorite? But if it was, what would it be? Wait, because that's actually the other categories aren't the other categories aren't as solid as mammals. So I'm very curious. Maybe she was just trying to show off that she's smart and knows that dolphins are mammals. <laughs> I did not get that. I got the I think she meant to say animal, but yeah, said maybe. Mammal. That's actually a good point. I never – you do notice the strangest, weirdest things, but then when you say them, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. I think you're right. I think she meant but to say animal. Like, yeah. I question if I'm, like, too hard on people. So I'm like, why can't I just let that go? But no, I saw it and I said, why'd she say mammal? <laughs> like that. I'm calling that shit out. This is Temptation yeah, Island like where people are no. cheating, but we're calling out mammal. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, okay you guys we had some technical difficulties so i'm going to be doing the outro solo aaron gave me permission so this is the end of part one of the overnight date episode so i hope you guys are enjoying it thank you guys for just being so supportive and just the best following and fan base ever aaron and i were talking about it the other day you guys are so cool you guys are so loving and fun and supportive and it's just a positive community and we're here for it so thank you for everything part two is going to be up shortly and we hope you enjoy it so the usual spiel that we always say Please go follow us at It's Tempting Pod on IG. If you have any questions or concerns, if you want to sponsor us, our email is it's temptingpod at gmail.com. Please go listen to us on either um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. Please leave us a review. We love reading them. And again, just thank you for everything. And we can't wait to see you guys next week. So look out for part two. We love you all. Bye.